Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. Hosted by yours truly, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead and Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl, two friends, 2,000 miles apart, just slopping through life together and with like pigs in the mud, Shay. Like like pigs in the mud. (laughs) And so many of you have joined us. So we started this podcast. Two years ago, a week before COVID hit, before we even knew this was going to like become what it is. And wait, 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 wait. What? I think Monday was our two year anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Dang. Wish we could be together celebrating. I know. Where's halfway between Wisconsin and Washington? Is it like West Eastern Montana? Like where where are we going? Hey, Siri. Isn't that why we picked Montana before? Oh, my Siri pulled up. <laughs> don't yeah. listen in on our conversation, Siri. No, I don't have her. I don't. I didn't think I did, but she was there at the ready. Oh. Get yes, out of here. What can I do for You're you? You're not welcome here. What sort of here? information can I pass on to the powers that be? <laughs> what were you saying your insecurities were? <laughs> I shall now give you ads for them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Feeling stupid? Take this 10-week course and hold your own at a your next dinner party. <laughs> okay. I know we we really hashed out insecurities on Monday, but we got done with that conversation. Did we though? <laughs> and we got done with this conversation. And there was a couple things that came to my mind afterwards. So let's talk about those real fast. Because sometimes. Right, right now before we yes, start the show. Yes. Like, <laughs> sometimes I think that insecurities, if you missed Monday's episode, maybe go back and listen to that one. We talked about insecurities. Maybe don't. Sometimes insecurities are a good thing because sometimes I think insecurities really reveal those weak parts of us that we can actually do something about. And it says, hey, you might need to beef this up a little bit. Right. This Get thing your about together. yourself, you yeah. might need to beef it up. And yeah. it's okay, for example, like the last lady we talked about on on Monday's show, um, if you feel dumb in a conversation, like you, you know, you can't engage in a thoughtful way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that I've taken to. Um, is to actually trying to read through some things so I can have good, thoughtful conversations with people. I'm actually having to up myself. I'm having to level up, as Angela says. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a good thing. So I think sometimes insecurities can be used as like a catapult mm-hmm. to actually progress us into learning something new, trying something new, growing into a deeper, richer, better, stronger, sturdier version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think they're actually a really good thing. Yeah, they're like a – they can be used uh, to, like a health symptom. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. your body your body talks to you, you know, and says, hey, hello, need some more freaking magnesium down here. <laughs> yes. You know? I and, think that's so uh, true. It's the same with same with symptoms, you know, yeah. or uh, with insecurities rather. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it gives it gives you, gosh, almost like this permission or this like reason to do the next thing. And uh, I'm sorry if you're tired of me talking about this, but I don't care. <laughs> she works out, just so you know. She didn't a year ago, but she does now, and she's. Ripped. No. No. Yeah, she's very strong. No. She only only used a PVC pipe when she started, and now she's competing for Miss Miss Washington 
<laughs> Mrs. Washington Mrs. and the four Washington. kids and over category. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? In the IBTC four kids and over category. <laughs> All that's true, except for the Miss Washington part. But I won't okay, I won't I won't talk about that. The idea though, this has been a huge mental shift for me. You can actually, the way that you are in your mind and the way that you think that you are doesn't have to be the way that you stay forever. Yeah. Like we write things off about ourselves. We do. And I'm sorry, like not to get on a cultural tirade, but we do live in a culture right now that like just gives us permission to, to be anything, any way. We, we get a free pass for everything. Okay. Can't cook, order mm-hmm. blue apron, you know? Jeans too tight, all bodies are beautiful. I mean, it's just like it's from the t- from the top down. It's just you can do no wrong, right? And the, and just stay the way it's, that you are, and stay the way that you are. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not and, interested in that, you know. And and that's like, there's positivities. To, there's good things to that, and then there's negative things to that. I mean, if yes. your jeans are getting too tight, that is a cue. Okay, yeah. That's, there's nothing wrong with listening to that cue or right. being insecure about your jeans being too tight. That's your body's way of saying, hey, just, just go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And and I think that's good news, actually. Like, you don't have to just grow comfortable where you are. You can actually get, like, so painfully uncomfortable and morph. Like, yeah. to me, that's good news. And I'll tell you, like, you can make fun of me if you want. There, I've never done anything harder than, like, breaking down the mental barrier of working out, ever, of weightlifting, of lifting super heavy things. I've never had to break through, break through a, like a, mm-hmm. you didn't do this. You had written this off as who you mm-hmm. were. You did not participate. Go back and listen to season one, if we're season five, if you're, if you don't believe me. Yeah. And now saying not only I can I can do those things and like I'm that much stronger for it. And it's it took like breaking down like the Berlin Wall in my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like these things don't have to be separate. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit of are we starting the show? Okay, we're going to have to come back to our sponsors <laughs> and stuff. I don't think we give ourselves <laughs> enough credit for what we can do. You know, um, yeah, Anais is trying to teach herself to tap dance. So she got tap shoes for Christmas. We grant her grandpa built her a stage in the basement and she's down there with YouTube and some tap shoes and she's figuring it out. Okay. I told her, I said, you, you realize every Gene Kelly, everything you see, like that person took their first dance step. Yeah. Everybody, nobody is, if there's something you admire in someone or you see a skill, like no, nobody was born that way. And I think yeah. uh, most of us are not willing to pay the price to get there. You know, the 15,000 hours of study it takes to be prolific right. at something or, you know, most of us aren't willing to pay the price. But don't sell yourself short yeah. or or believe that it came easy for them or, I mean. Well, see, that's that's just the thing. Don't mm-hmm. make fun of me for talking about working out. But here's okay. what I've realized. Every workout sucks. So I guess you you think in your mind like, oh, I'm going to start working out. And then once I get in shape, I'll just be able to do these things. But the reality is you have – it's more like a submission to the pain. Like labor. Yeah. It's like – yeah. It's yeah. like labor. And and 
so I think that actually ties into what we were talking about with our insecurity. So like, let's say you're insecure about having people over for dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to feel those insecurities. And you know what? It's going to be more work. It's going to be more cleanup. It might be challenging in some conversation issues. Mm -hmm. Um, You might have to field some stuff with like their kids and interactions or whatever. Like it's actually going to be labor. It's going to be hard. And I think we think if we feel that something's wrong, when in reality, we actually just sort of have to train our minds to be like, this is good for me. This is good for the culture of my family or it's good Mm -hmm. for my health or it's good for whatever. Take your pick. Mental knowledge. Like reading's hard for me. I have to really focus. (laughs) It's difficult. Mm -hmm. It's good for me. And so I actually have to just be willing to labor through it. Right. And and I we lean away from that. We think, oh, then that's that must not be where I'm born to shine. It's like no, exactly. You kind of yeah. just have to like, you kind of have to just submit to the pain, and know you you're going to be better. A, like at the a end really of it. cheesy garden analogy, like that, like a beautiful tomato vine. It's tomatoes don't want to be beautiful. They want to be sprawling and messy, and they they want to have yellow spots in their leaves, and the tomatoes want to split open and like. Mm-hmm. So the the weeds and the the drooping vine that needs support that's all those are all signals. If you want to relate those as insecurities, those are insecurities of the tomato vine saying, "Here's what you can do to help me. Mm-hmm. Here's how to make me better." And we can use our own securities insecurities that way. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but like we know which ones they are. Yeah. 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 And it takes work. Like it actually takes a lot of discipline to Grow your tomatoes well. It takes discipline to prune them and to mm-hmm. stake them and to harvest them on time and to water them correctly. Like that actually takes discipline and it takes work. Yeah. It's not it's just not that just so and so's tomatoes are better than mine. It's that yeah. they're better at it. They do the work and I don't. It's the work. Yeah. Well, yeah, as a gardener, if you were to just look back and be like, hey, tomato, that's where you're at, like bloom where you plant, bloom where you're planted, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they would rot. <laughs> right. That's actually not helpful. That's not helpful to the tomato to be like, that's you are, it's just the way that you are. Play to your strengths. <laughs> like, no, not really. <laughs> oh, anyway, I, I don't actually know what we're talking about today. It's Thursday. Sometimes we we peak. <laughs> we slide into home base by Friday. <laughs> Those were our wrap-up thoughts from Monday. Apparently. Yes, I just had a few more thoughts. Okay, I had a few more thoughts about it. Well, Why that was not? a tough. That was a tough. Sub, you know, it's really hard. Yeah, so you you kind of need the week. You yeah. ruminate ruminate on it for the rest of the week. And- yeah, I'm glad that we cut it off at an hour because you know when I'm not sh- quite sure what to say, I just vomit up very personal information. So I feel like we you guys, cut it off. And you should go out in public it. with Shay. <laughs> be right there right at that moment when she runs out of things to I say. I like it when people feel like they can relate to me and you know like oh let me make you feel more comfortable about yourself. Stop talking full stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of awkward moments can we talk about something crazy that happened? Uh, do I know this story? Yes. Okay. But I'm gonna say it because it's crazy. Um. Oh, I was gonna say it on Monday. So the but other I day like, I was am like, "Am I allowed yeah, to say that?" It, well, I'm gonna say it. Um, okay. The other day I was in my office working. My all my family was at homeschool co-op, so this is like my day to hammer, and I was in the zone. 
Um, it's, <laughs> you know, when it's quiet, like you have to just make hay while the sun shines. So I'm in the zone. And Marseille is somebody she I've talked about her before. She comes to help me in the garden. Sometimes she helps me with house projects. So she was here with me and she came into the office and she was like shaking. And she said, so this is weird, but there's a lady at your door and she follows you online and she wants to come in and have a conversation with you. <laughs> and like I Marseille was, I could tell like her voice was off. Yeah. And I was so taken back. I was so shocked by what she said that I said, um, I shouldn't have made her do this, but <laughs> I just said, J- like, just play it off. Can you just tell her about, like, I don't do that. Just please go out and just tell her, like, we don't allow visitors, unannounced mm-hmm. visitors here on our property. So she did. Then she came back in like 20 seconds later. And then it kind of like hit me. I'm like, A, you shouldn't have made Marseille go do that. That was kind of a jerk move. And I apologize to her for it. B, like, I freaked. And just over in the corner. Ouch. (laughs) I, yeah, I freaked out. Like, this happened at like 1030 in the morning. And I was shaking still when I got in bed that night. Like, I couldn't believe how much it derailed me. Uh, this, yeah, well, this, you called. I was like, what's wrong? Because, Yeah, I was so upset. I do not give out my home address. I like I this might sound mean. You guys have no idea actually how private both Angela and I are like very private. Um, I don't know how she found me. She must have like Google earthed it. I, I don't know. It was so inappropriate and. I don't know if she meant anything by it because I don't know her. Um, but I also have enough friends in this field and this line of work to know that sometimes people are absolutely crazy and people have ill intentions sometimes. Um, oh, it just unnerved me to the core. And I was kind of hoping that this lady would reach out to me afterwards and just be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have come completely unannounced when you don't know who I am and you don't give out your address or tell people to come and visit you so that I knew she wasn't crazy, but she never did. And it's bumming me out. And now like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about it. It's still so unnerving to me. I don't know. Hmm. What do you what say? You on our podcast. You froze. <laughs> what did you say? I said I'm not going advice. to give my What'd advice on our podcast. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> we would love to have a homemaker chic meetup at some point in the future in a public vicinity, but we will not be doing that. In would our we though? <laughs> no, actually, I don't really like meeting people. It makes me very nervous. No, thank you. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> some of y'all are crazy. I've seen Selena, okay? <laughs> it's true. Some people love it. Some people thrive on it. And like there are there are a lot of like, you know, especially in the homesteading sphere, there's a lot of people who who love no, getting they go in to conferences there. and I am not grow conferences. I am farming conferences. Sweating just thinking about that. <laughs> sweating now. Sweating. Uh, anyways, please don't come to my house unannounced, please, because I'll freak Cause the hell out. <laughs> and her husband will shoot you from here on out. <laughs> You've been warned. <laughs> please don't come. 
My mom's like, well, there's a I, new pit bull mom, puppy mom. in the kitchen. <laughs> mom says, well, what if I want to come unannounced? I'm like, then just walk in. But like, don't knock on my door. Because when you knock on my door, I either think the animals got out and are tromping through or you're going to kill me. Those are my, those are the only two options. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> Scared me to death. Yeah. To death. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Okay. I don't know what. Sorry. I have no idea where to go after that. Should we just cue the wine music? Cue the wine music. (laughs) There we go. Okay. Oh, this is your show. So this is you. Yeah, it's you. Is it really? Okay. So while Shay's sipping her water, I'm going to invite you to visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and invite you to try Dry Farm. Like Shay said on Monday, I know there's this misconception that this is like some sort of a cheesy label that gets put on a generic bottle of wine. It's not. Dry Farms is a beautiful company that serves sort of as an importer and what they're doing, they've already done all the work. They've gone around the world and sourced out these small family farms that are committed to biodynamic organic agriculture. And so that means they're not using any pesticides, obviously. These family farms have been uh, in these little families for generations. They're not using any GMO yeast when they're uh, during the fermentation process. They're not getting any purple dye or any garbage that you will find if you do a little research uh, with your grocery store wines. So we want you to visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Get some for cooking. Get some for entertaining. Red, white, bubbly. Uh, Shay and I have been, Shay's been drinking Dry Farm for a long time. And I will confess, she converted me just a little, just a little less than two years ago. I was like, really? Because I'm kind of a wine snob. These, can these really hold their own? And uh, th- they can. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can. Shay, what are you sipping? Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, you shared a Bordeaux, a 2020 mm-hmm. Bordeaux on Monday, which is also what I'm going to be sharing. Chateau Ferrand, Saint-Pierre. How's that for my French accent? Well, I can't <laughs> see it. But it's beautiful. You're um, French, Shay. I mean, you don't need to have any insecurities about your linguistic you. skills because <laughs> they <you>. are sublime. <laughs> C'est bon. Um, okay, this is a blend. 80% Merlot, 10% Cab Franc, 10% Cabernet Sauvignon. Beautiful blend from France. So this just has 12% alcohol. Uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that Dry Farm Wines has almost zero residual sugar, like point one gram per liter, like a very, very, very small amount. And that's because they don't add extra sugar so you don't get that horrible hangover even after just having a glass of wine. Um, and you'll also not- notice because they don't add that extra sugar, uh, the alcohol lo- level is lower. So this just has 12.38% <clears throat> alcohol by volume. But we had this with a beautiful lamb tagine, and it was fabulous. So all those like yummy Moroccan spices and basmati rice mm-hmm. and mustard seed and herbs and just gorgeous. And do you put a Bordeaux with that? I don't know. But I did. And it was delicious. (laughs) Oh, yeah. France and Morocco. They're connected. Right. For sure. So I just have a teeny little bit left in this bottle. So I'll take care of that later. But yes. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Go get you some wine. All the bottles. All the bottles. Mm -hmm. 
I find myself stocking up right now, and I'm not sure why. I'm just like, this feels like one of the only, like, I just all just have some I'm wine. not sure some wine. why. Well, I don't know. Just wine, band-aids, and matches. <laughs> we're going to be fine. <laughs> I think we're going to make it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was hit by a bus. What? Yes. He was hit by a bus like a month or two ago. Is he He's alive? Okay. He's alive. Thank goodness. He was hit by a bus in New York? Uh, We're talking about Ryan Hamilton, the comedian who has a bit. I think I'm going to make it. So that's who I was quoting. I don't remember if it was if he was in Utah Yikes. or uh, if he was in New York. Yeah. Hit by a bus. Uh, broken ribs, punctured lung, <gasps> busted oh. collarbone. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because we were we watched him the other night as a family and we got done and we were just laughing so hard because that happy face about, is his special yeah about the uh the health club letter it's yes. just genius to me it yes it's just so <laughs> brilliant and i was we were done and i was reciting lines from it i said somebody google him and see if he's got a new special coming out soon because he had been uh touring with jerry seinfeld opening for him and joel just goes he was hit by a bus <laughs> Like oh gosh, oh gosh! I think he's gonna make it. I think he's gonna make it. <laughs> if you can make it after being hit by a bus, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> Searching for a gluten-free bakery. <laughs> uh, if you need something to do tomorrow oh, night, gosh, Friday watch night, it. Just sit at home. Just slingshot that bra into the corner of the room. Pour a glass <laughs> of dry farm ah. and watch and happy, watch happy face. face. On Netflix, oh. watch Happy Face. It makes oh. me so happy. I've watched that special so many times. I, yeah, I have it memorized. Mm -hmm. I, I make myself laugh watching it. <laughs> um, are you watching anything else good? I just started something uh, last night that I'm pretty geeked about. What is it? I'm going to botch it now. Okay. Becoming Anna. Okay. Do you know the story of this socialite? quote unquote socialite in New York that like scammed everybody. She wormed her way into high society. Um I actually just watched like the first 20 minutes of that last night and then I fell asleep. So okay. I I'm kind of tracking. But it's the number That's, one show I think on Netflix right now. So I think a lot of people really? are watching. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. It's it's kind of one of those stories like I don't have TV like I just know it through osmosis. I must just have seen headlines okay. for the last couple years or something. That's ironic. I didn't know you watched it. I watched I watched the first episode last night. So okay. Hmm. Interesting. Should be interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I was confused if it was actually a true story because I hadn't heard anything about it. And at the beginning of the it show, is. it says this is a completely true story except for the parts that are totally made up. So yeah, then I was like, play on. That's a play on her. All her fabrications. Yeah, so it's a true story, oh. and she was a tail weaver extraordinaire. Yeah. Okay, okay, I see. I'm really looking forward to getting into the story because okay. girlfriend had some mad skills. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, this is this is funny. This is a conversation we've been having in our house a lot with my my sweet little 11 year old girl mm -hmm. who has just um a real affinity for drama and she loves she's a writer she loves mm -hmm. to write George, i mean she's read all the books she's written all the books and and she loves like the highs and the lows and the tragedy and like the the triumph and the like saving like she just loves it okay. and so i've 
she'll be like, well, watch this with me. You know, a, a, a movie, let's say, that has like a giant swell and down and, you know, the whole story shape. Um, and I've had to explain to her, like, I can't do that. And she's like, why? Well, and I was Ange. like, because um, something happened. And this is true. I remember it distinctly. When I got pregnant with Georgia, something tripped, a wire disconnected inside my emotions. And I remember watching a Hallmark commercial and dry heaving. You are one big cliche, my dear. I was dry heaving because I was so emotionally damaged by this Hallmark commercial. And you guys, it's never been the same. And I've actually tried to explain to her, look, there's like, it's been a hard two years, okay? I got a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff in here going on. Right, And even before that, like, I lost my last grandparent. I lost my grandpa. Um, Last year, we lost Danica. Like, if I want to be sad, I don't have to watch a movie, okay? I'm fighting Mm -hmm. that all the time, all the Mm -hmm. time. And so, like, you actually have to – and I think we don't do a good job of this, frankly. Like, we give our emotions to everything. Like – we give it to music. We give it to shows. We give it to movies. We give it to situations that aren't ours to carry. And mm-hmm. the, then we become completely loaded down mm-hmm. because it's a lot and it's sad and it's hard and it's difficult and horrible. And mm-hmm. so I'm trying to help her to understand, like, it's okay to feel that way. And there's nothing wrong with those things. Mm-hmm. But, like... I can't listen to sad music. I can't watch movies that are going to tax me emotionally. I can't do it because I'm already on the brink all the time. And like, if I want to be sad, I have good, righteous things to give that sadness to. Mm -hmm. I don't get, I'm not going to waste it on some dodo Hollywood actor who frankly doesn't deserve my tears and my emotions. (laughs) Like if I want to cry and like, you know, pray about something. I got real mm-hmm. shiz to do that about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think some people use entertainment, though, like as a way to maybe tap into that because they they do live life trying to disconnect from it. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think people and their you emotions know. are very different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah. will do that. Like, I will use entertainment. Like, okay, I'm feeling like a little moody. I'm feeling mm-hmm. more attached to myself, to my emotions. Like, I'm going to indulge in this very emotional experience Mm -hmm. and sort of get it out. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So that's how I'll use it. I do think that there is something to be said for, I'm imagining probably the average person is taking in just a crap ton more than they were intended to. And I've said this before, like about Facebook or, uh, you know, but like if think about, you know, I've been in homes where there's a, a, tel- a small television on the kitchen counter. So the morning news is blaring. Good morning, America. And it's up and it's down. And the weather today is wonderful. And then here's a tragic story. And then, oh, and by the way, we bombed Ukraine. Yeah. And here are some images of families leaving and saying goodbye to their husbands. No, I'm working. Joel, we're talking about world events. Stop it. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Stop talking. I'm recording. I don't know why you're here. Joel, Joel, get off. Okay. Yep, bye. 
I didn't know it answered the phone. <laughs> you know, okay, so then it's the yeah. morning news and then it's yeah. all day long on Facebook, whether it's, yeah. you know, at coffee breaks at work or just all day long and you're up, you're down, you're angry, you're political opponents, you're aligning, you're you're mad, you're watching your kid see for the first time because he got glasses, you're down. You're, and then your aunt just died, so you get a text message. Like, you're yep. up, you're down, you're up. And, you know, and then it's the evening news. And then it's a night of channel surfing and CSI and blood and gore and yes. up, you're down, you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. I mean, that is too much. And we wonder why our adrenals are shot. Why we're walking around like a cortisol disaster yes. and can't function in the checkout lane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, e- that's exactly it. And I know exactly what you're saying about kind of there are moments where you can lean into that. So, for example, like sometimes when I... I know I want to feel peace or I'm feeling a little bit more peaceful. I go to a happy place. I go to You've Got Mail. I go to a good year. Mm-hmm. Go to Chocolats. Like I go to a place where yeah. I can just exist in this little world and it's just, just feel it. Just and it's fabulous. Wallow in and, it. And yeah. mm-hmm. I can feel the sun on my skin and like I can taste, you know, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when when Danica died, the week after Danica died. I listened to the saddest music and I still had to function. You know, we had a lot to do with the Mm -hmm. funeral. And if you guys aren't sure who Danica is, my friend Audrey's five-year-old daughter died of brain cancer last March and March 11th anniversary is coming up. Super difficult. Um, But my brother-in-law was living with, with us at the time. And he was just like, Shay, what are you doing? Like everything you're listening to is horribly sad. And I was like, I need to exist here. Like, I'm grieving and this is actually helping me to grieve because it's just letting it it's like lancing a wound. I mean it just it had to come out of me. Mm-hmm. And um and I think that there is certainly a place for that. You know, it's reflective and it's real and it's and it's good, but just the chronic like going through every day like you said up, down, happy, sad, scared, ecstatic, celebratory, grieve like that mm-hmm. is too much. And I think we in general collective need, collective need to do a much better job of guarding. Our emotions are a gift and they're mm-hmm. not infinite. You know, think about yeah. like you wake up and let's say you've got a hundred little marbles that you're holding near and dear to your heart. Think of those as your emotions. And like mm-hmm. you get into a, a scuffle with one of your children and it, it requires repentance and it requires discipline. That is an emotionally taxing experience for you as the mother. Right. Like six marbles. Get, yeah, six marbles. Right. Okay. Uh, miscommunication with your spouse. Have to work through some things. Here's some mm-hmm. marbles. Mom calls you. So-and-so has cancer. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we just got, we got, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. Somebody we, uses all caps in a text message. You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Difficult email, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that you can't really fix as a business owner. Here's some marbles. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working in the deficit by and large in our culture. And then yeah. the way that we, quote, relax at night is to frolic in the deficit. Frolic in the deficit. Angela, yeah. what a uh-huh. perfect way to put that we yeah. f- we're like well i already feel this way as well as a slop around here it's like okay well <laughs> what about if instead of that we have a nice meaningful conversation with our spouse maybe we have intentional sorry love making we time can't. we're she, like you can't because you're already burned out because you've used all your marbles well, all day isn't on, that the funny thing on 
Facebook or, uh, you know, you've, yeah. you've, they're gone. Yeah. So you wonder, now there, you know, we've talked, we're mothers, you and I, like we are, and we're business owners and we talk about like decision fatigue at the end of the day. I'm not like discrediting normal human activity, but just yeah. subtract technology from it. And how yep. many more resources do you have at the end of the day? Yep. A lot. And Probably I'll tell you, you guys, it's like, it's brutal. And sometimes you, if you want something, you gotta be brutal about it. And I'll tell you, like, I steadily go through Instagram, whatever it is, wherever these places I have to kind of exist online for my work, and I hack at it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? You're texting Trigger, me gone. emotionally, Trigger, gone. gone. Yeah, insecurity, gone. Yeah. gone. Um, mm-hmm. And I just take a mute. Just <clears throat> take a little mute away from those things. Um, even with entertainment, I've done this recently. It's like, I found myself the other night on Netflix. So our kind of nightly schedule is like, we put our kids to bed, we're super present. And then Stu and I go down to bed. And usually we watch something for like 12 minutes before we fall asleep. But we found ourselves like doing that stupid thing where you just like, what are we going to watch? What are we going to watch? Should we watch Seinfeld again? Like, what are we going to watch? And I was like, it was just an epiphany. Like, what if we use this time to read? You're only staying awake for 12 minutes anyway. Like, mm-hmm. what about if instead of just filling your brain with nonsense, you actually tried to work through some of these books and you sort of trained your mind in a different direction? What if now we can become a reader? What mm-hmm. if now we can, like, maybe engage in some thoughtful discussions about this or that uh, simply because we're engaged in new material? What about that? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't take from you. It takes work, but it doesn't take your emotion marbles in the same way. All right. Right. Anyway, mm-hmm. interesting conversation mm-hmm. to have with our young girls because technology <laughs> technology is a thief for their emotions. And you know, our kids are very much offline, but they right. do watch certain things, they read books, they watch movies, you know, and these are all ones that we've approved and such, but even still, um Oh, what was – we watched one the other day. What was it? It was like a huge epic – I can't think of what it was. But Georgia was kind of mm. left dumbfounded. And it was like that was a depletion. That's act, that's like – that's a challenge for you emotionally, mm-hmm. right? Like you can mm-hmm. only do that when you've got money in that bank account. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you – right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com Right now, choose the membership package that's right for you, and let's get cooking. Last year, we finally took the jump into the freeze-drying world with a beautiful new freeze-dryer from Harvestrite, and we're so glad that we did. 
As a homemaker and gardener, these freeze dyers have the very important job of making sure that nothing goes to waste. These incredible machines are versatile. You can use your freeze dryer to preserve dairy, meat, produce, and even complete meals. Here's the very best part. Everything is completely automatic. You literally just fill the freeze dryer with your trays of food, push the start button, and walk away. Preserving food can be that simple. Freeze-dried food can last for up to 25 years in your cupboard and will maintain its color and taste and flavor. The food also retains nearly all of its nutritional value and costs a third of the price of store-bought freeze-dried food. That means your freeze-dryer will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze-dryer so you can have it set up and ready for the summer bounty. Whether you're freeze-drying fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs, Harvest Right machines are the best on the market, and this will soon be an invaluable member of your preserving kitchen. Visit bit.ly forward slash harvest right chic, or click the link in the show notes to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today. Homemaker Chic listeners, you've heard us talk about it, but now is the time to take the next step in your grocery shopping, real food pantry stocking journey by doing your monthly shopping with Azure Standard. Right now, we want you to visit bit.ly forward slash Azure Chic and get shopping. Azure Standard is a family-owned, organ-based whole food grocer that delivers all around the United States each month. They'll connect you with a local drop-off point in your area, and then the fun really starts. That's right, Shay. So visit bit.ly forward slash Azure Chic. Build a cart full of the products that you need to run your home and kitchen, from cleaning products to plant starts to spices to dried goods, fresh produce to baking supplies, and everything in between. This is how we stock our refrigerators and pantries each month. Azure has exceptional offerings at a fraction of the cost of your local specialty markets or health food stores. Visit bit.ly forward slash Azure Chic right now and bring the fun back into your kitchen and pantry. It's winter. We're getting organized. We're getting clean. We are washing our sheets from American Blossom Linens. Softer with each washing. These are our favorite sheets here on the show. You know this as fans of vintage linens. These are the best sheets ever. Shay and I love to call them modern vintage. And you need to be sleeping on them with a process called combing. All the rough fibers are pulled through these American-made, Texas-grown cotton sheets. This creates the softest, most beautiful sheets for your home. You will love them. I know you're in the mood to spruce things up. You want to make things fabulous for your home, beautiful. You want to survive winter in style. Do that with American Blossom Linens. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use this equally as beautiful coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off sheets, duvets, beautiful linens that I know you will love as much as Shay and I do. AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Use the coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, see if I can draw this parallel too, is, see if I can do this. <laughs> it, it sort of, di- well, it, it dilutes. Does it, di- okay, I'll ask this. Does it dilute the authenticity of the, mo- of the, uh, Im- of the emotion, of emotions to experience so many that aren't really, they're not happening to you. It's like language. Like, I'm really into this thing, thinking about the way I use words and of course, started with an insecurity because somebody went after like us on the show for saying like, oh, sure. you know, because you and I just having a conversation. And so I'm not guarding and trying to sound 
as eloquent as possible all the time. I'm just talking with my best friend. And yes, it's a modern day habit for us to use the word like too much. I don't like it. I do it. Uh, but in language, we we use so many we we dilute words. I love a burrito. I love my husband. Yeah. You know, it's a miracle. So, no, it's not. <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. No, it's amazing. You know, <clears throat> if everything amazing, so, then nothing is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So does it, sort it dilute? Same, so like, if you're yeah. experiencing these so-called, they're they're kind of fabricated or they're artificially stimulated. They're not really your emotions to have. Right. They make you numb to real emotions. How many murders can you read about a month? Yeah. Before one re- I I know someone who was murdered. That really mattered. That was my emotion to have. Yeah. I Yes. You know? Yeah. Um and yes, <clears throat> that I think that is totally true. I think it and does two things. I mean, think about it. We used to um we used to see something extraordinary probably like twice in our life. And now yeah, Haley's Comet. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Mount St. Helens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you experienced, um, you know, something like a horrible, like a murder uh, or you experienced, you know, something like deep racism or disrespect or like real, like the real, the real stuff. In your in your scenario, in your life, yeah. in your world, in your community, with your people who were yours to defend. Yeah. Probably not that often. And now, just because of the way that we're connected, um, it's dire. It's dire. Well, and, and the flippancy, which everything is ascribed, you know. Oh, sure. And the now, direness. Yeah, you're literally <laughs> okay. scrolling through YouTube and it's like, wow, incredible, extraordinary thing. And then you scroll. Oh, an incredible, extraordinary thing. <laughs> I mean, mm. it just, and it goes on and yeah. on. And I'm just telling you, like, you are not conditioned. You do not have the stamina. You don't have the marbles. You don't <laughs> live. Like that, that and that's such a movie wish. with Robin Williams. I lost my marbles. I lost my marbles. Right. Oh, Hook. What a great movie. Oh, um. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't think, and I'll tell you what, like, for somebody who makes her living online, it's a really difficult line to draw because I find myself just retreating and just retreating, not necessarily Mm. from putting things out there because I think I draw a lot from online. I know a lot of people draw a lot from online, so I'm happy Mm -hmm. to, like, to be there and and to be a part of that conversation, but just in terms of consumption. Because if I give it to a video on YouTube about a dog being rehabilitated and it makes me like, oh, I'm so happy. Then when my kid comes to me and I'm like, I gave away all my marbles to the dog who was rehabilitated on YouTube. Like, I'm sorry, I don't, I can't care about this. Or maybe I care way too much. And they're like, why are you crying? Like, what's mm-hmm. wrong with mom? Right. Um, there are, there are real, true deep things to be emotional about. I just think we've misguided our emotions because it's a lot easier to watch a YouTube video and just to have emotions about it. Like I watch a dog and he was, you know, 
like sent to the slaughterhouse and he escaped and they found him under a bridge with like a rubber band around his nose and he was starving to death. I'm not serious. This is what YouTube <laughs> recommends to me. And I watch this and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And like, they saved the dog. <laughs> and it is. I would never watch that. <laughs> YouTube algorithm, man. They get you. Um, you know what they got me with the other day? Speaking oh, of wasting Lord. emotional energy, uh, Diana videos. All of a sudden, my feed was full of Princess Diana. They were all these old videos of her with her boys. And it made me feel- That's what Instagram does to me. It's cruel. I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of my face. It's so cruel because you're like, yeah, that is, that what happened is tragic. Mm -hmm. But I don't have to live in that because it's not mine to own. It's not, it's, um, and like, I have this blessed day where I get to be here with my children. I'm not called to carry that burden today. Right. You know, anyway, blah, blah, blah. So uh, to answer your question, <laughs> when I am watching something right now, I'm rewatching Arrested Development for like the 17th time. Okay. So a little fun, little humor there. That show is loaded. It's good stuff. Have you, You've never watched it, have you? No. Nope. No, I'm, I'm, I'm watching Seinfeld. That's what I'm just classic burning through. In, and I've never watched Seinfeld reruns. Yes. So this is all. Aren't like, they the amazing? The first chunk. The first chunk I haven't seen. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. I'm so froggy. The first chunk I really hadn't seen uh, because I was too young. Mm-hmm. And and now the second chunk, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm vaguely familiar with these. So I'm really enjoying myself. Oh, Very yeah. Much so. Oh, it's great. I mean, yeah. It's hilarious. I love that. Very show. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um it's a good reminder, ladies. A good reminder to uh I guess when we you know, we talked last week about like kind of building up bank accounts. Even like in relationships, we build up bank accounts because mm-hmm. you're never gonna have a perfect relationship, right? Not with your spouse, not right. with your best friend, not with your siblings, not with your parents, not with your own children. Like there are withdrawals that are taken, there's disagreements. Mm-hmm. Um you got to make deposits in the, into those bank accounts before you can – there's something to take out of it, right? So that when you get in the argument, you're like, yeah, but we're still in the positive here. I think, it, yeah. I think it's really good to take stock of your emotions in that same way. Like, um, you know, I, I can tell personally, for example, when I haven't been reading my Bible <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we're there's nothing here. We got nothing to draw from. <laughs> like – Right. You need some meat. You need some sustenance. Okay. Go to where you get it. Go to Mm -hmm. where you get it, which is scripture and prayer. Go there first and stop trying to operate your entire day on an empty stomach, on a depleted bank account. Mm -hmm. Time to recharge. Plug in. You know, plug into where you actually get sustenance from. Yeah. My my favorite word. So uh, Ma Ingalls called it a refreshment. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite word. Yeah. Yeah, come sit down, have a cool, have a cool glass of water. Mm-hmm. Be refreshed. You know how we remember when we talked about how so many of our motherhood problems, or I mean, really any problem, could be just solved by like going to the bathroom and drinking a glass of water. <laughs> right. Let's just go pee. You've been holding it for seven hours. <laughs> like just exactly. take a tea, go sit on the toilet for four seconds. Like a preschooler. Get up. A glass of water. Yeah, go wash poopies. Go wash your hands. Just wash, wash your, your hands. Okay, let's just right. reset for a little bit. Retuck your shirt in. Mm-hmm. 
Take a <laughs> take a refreshment. <laughs> oh yes. Um, I'm having to be like uber adult right now with my emotions because we poured concrete, ladies and gentlemen, on our bathroom eleven months later than we thought we would. But we're I want you to stand behind the house and send me a picture because you keep sending me these like <laughs> pictures that I can't quite I'm like that's great Sherry <laughs> I need like I need you to stand back it's so been see what's happening yes so we were we're adding a second bathroom into our house and it's just been not which will be great because then when you visit when I visit I won't have to make poopies in the kitchen <laughs> with everyone <laughs> when I when my I went to show she's like not in, my in the morning she's like Go ahead and just turn on the water if you need to. I'm like, okay, because you're like all out the dining table, four feet away, and I'm a very regular girl, so I'll just be in here. That's the staying healthy. That's the symbol in our house. If you hear the faucet running, you don't ask like, is somebody in there? You almost done. Like, just give them a minute. (laughs) Just give them a minute, please. Give them a hot minute. No, my (laughs) the new bathroom has the what do they call it a a water closet, a a little tiny room with just the toilet. Just a toilet. I love it. Oh, it's going to be angels will start singing once this is done. But mm-hmm. uh, it's actually three different concrete pours just to get to the point where we can like build the walls. And concrete pour one went in, concrete pour two, two they tried to come down our driveway and it was icy. And they're like, we're, we'll come back later. I'm like, do you need me to? I'll go get gravel. I'll do whatever. Like, what do you right? need me to do? They didn't come back. So hmm. this is where we are. Anyway, Stuart was like, honey, like, let go and let God, like, shake it off. Like, <laughs> just trust God. Roll with the, get your How many marbles do you have left? Roll with the punches. <laughs> He's probably like secretly texting our contractor, like, can he just, just text me? Maybe just don't include Shayan on the group chat. Like, let's just, I'll field things to her from now on. <laughs> Oh my God. Run interference, please. Right? <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. Um, you know what really recharges my marbles? <laughs> Rechargeable marbles. <laughs> Going outside in the garden. Oh, Shay. <laughs> I did. I got the, the potting mix and stuff out the other day and swung open the windows over the kitchen. Rub it over your body. I was just like even my kids said, oh, I smell dirt. My children, when my children notice the smell of dirt, it makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I feel so great? Why do I not want to leave this spot? Because mm-hmm. um, there's dirt particles in your nose. Mm-hmm. That's why. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. So good. There are things like that that just recharge. Get outside with your kids, man. Just get mm-hmm. get away from normalcy. Go do something fun. Walk. Right. Go walk in the woods. Oh. The smell of pine trees. Right before the ticks come back. <laughs> the smell of pine trees. Then my trees. daughter's like, they live all year long. <laughs> I don't know. We had like such a blizzard last night. I, I'm not, I don't feel very hopeful. No, we got snow. It was it's just depressing. It was so it's like bad. nine Couldn't degrees. see out the windows. It was just blowing. Uh, <sighs> if you live in Arizona, screw you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just teasing. You but, made the right yes. decisions in life. Right? Why do we live where we live? The world may never know. It will never know. Oh, it will never know. All right. Well, I don't know what that was in terms of. That was fun. 
And it was sponsored by? <laughs> sponsored by Toops and Co. T-O-U-P-S and Co.com. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> if you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press one. <laughs> to see Homemaker Chic live, press two. <laughs> no, don't. Don't come to Shay's house. Definitely don't. Oh my come gosh, to mine. I listened to this podcast, The Sheologians. <laughs> I've talked about them before. Yep. Do you know they actually have a phone number and a voicemail set up where people can call them and leave them voicemails? And they like promote That's terrifying. They promote it. Like, call us and leave us a voicemail. I'm like, I would rather die than listen to people. What sort of panties of steel do they wear? I don't know. like I can't it's like the armor imagine. of the armor of God just like feels exactly them from, <laughs> the armor of God is from all of these people. <laughs> just for the record i am like yeah i'm waiting for the movie phone episode with kramer so he has the movie oh yeah he starts running the yes it's so good yeah oh yes you remember Uh, that oh yeah i remember that episode oh Oh, yeah do you remember oh yeah calling to see what time the show times would play yeah Yeah. yep oh Oh, life was simpler back then ladies and gentlemen (laughs) i was telling Stu. Remember Radio Shack when that was a thing? Um, oh, we had one here in town. It held out. It might have been one of the last ones in the country. Same. Ours was just, just a couple years ago. A few years ago. Yeah. Well, Do you I, still have Shapco? No. That gave the up Shap- two years ago. Yeah, right when ours did. Yeah, yeah, two years okay. ago. So Radio Shack was this great place, young ladies, where you could go and shop for electronics and cords and phones and like cool calculators. Really expensive, and, but it was all right there. Oh, my gosh. I say one year I saved up. All of my babysitting money, all of it. And I went to Radio Shack and I bought myself a phone. Mind you, this is for our house line that everyone shares. But it was a phone that was like, it had a little button, the area that you could place, but it had a headset with like an earpiece and a microphone that went in front of your mouth. She did it again. (laughs) And I was like, this is the most techie new aged swanky phone i have ever seen and it was like and here you are Shay, 89 dollars and earphones <laughs> and i somebody would call and the problem was it took like a whole thing to put it on right so somebody calls and you're like i've got three rings to do this and you're like okay okay microphone and then and then you'd your eyes just crossed <laughs> push the push the answer button and they're like hi is your mom home and you're like no <laughs> she's not all that work for my mom? You just wanted to sell her some encyclopedias? Dang it. Avon calling. Oh, I miss the 90s, ladies. I miss them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> your, I've never seen your eyes cross and your eyes went cross while you were telling that I can't, story. When I, I can't quite cross them on purpose. I, one kind of goes, <laughs> one kind of goes awry. <laughs> <laughs> oh patrons who are watching okay. the video form of this podcast got a little bonus there uh patreon.com yeah. forward slash homemaker chic podcast if you want to check that out show some love to the podcast we rely on our patrons to keep this show on the air so we're so thankful for each and every one of you huge thank you to tubes and co for sponsoring season 10 of homemaker chic t-o-u-p-s and co.com use the code chic 10 for 10% off of their organic skincare and their organic makeup. This stuff is 
so fabulous, truly fabulous. And you don't have to think about hormone disruptors. You don't think have to think about chemicals that are banned in Europe that for some reason we're still putting in our lipstick here in the U.S. I don't understand a lot of that them. one. BTW. A lot yeah. of them. Um, such a beautiful company. You're supporting a small family-owned company, but not compromising on luxury at all. So go visit Tubes & Co. Certainly. Did I miss anything? No, we're wrapping it up. Okay. A couple more episodes, so make sure you're a fangirl. Join us for the fangirl call. Make sure you head over to Patreon and do that. Patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. Get signed up as a fangirl. Weigh in on season 11. Weigh in on season 11. Give us your feedback on season 10. Yeah. Meet the other listeners. It's a lot of fun, so we'll announce that date really soon. But you got to get signed up. Yes. To join us. Yes. And we'll see you back here on Monday. Okay. Sounds good. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. See you Monday. <laughs>